Hello, everyone, and welcome back to 2020 Psych. I'm one of your hosts, Claire Kay, and I'm joined today by my father. I'll go ahead and let him introduce himself. My name is Dr. Hernandez. I'm an American double board certified psychiatrist. We hope that you enjoyed last week's episode. This week, we want to talk about, we want to touch on kids and substance abuse, specifically teenage kids. And I want to start off by saying, or I want to ask you, Dad, you know, as someone that had three kids yourself, what were some of the things that you did in our household as we grew up that, you know, that you encouraged us not to do drugs? Well, what I started doing the day your brother was born, I stopped drinking. So to me, that was important because I did not want your sister and your brother to think that that was okay, that that was normal. So uh, I stopped drinking when your when your when your brother was born, and we promoted. We never had alcohol at any of uh, the parties, the birthday parties, and the gatherings because we just didn't want to promote that, thinking that that was okay. So that's one of the things that we we try to lead by example. Your mom and I did. What were some of the challenges that you had to go through when we all reached that age and when we were in high school? And um, I, I obviously you just said about like you stopped drinking when my brother was born, but I'm curious to hear how you tackled those challenges of like either my siblings when um, maybe there was like some tension about weed and those things like what 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 was your response well, that was interesting because i remember at one point when before marijuana was legal in the state of california the the way you would get a, a the ability to smoke marijuana legally is if you had a, a medical marijuana card and i remember your 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 older sister telling me dad you're in the wrong field you can charge 50 bucks uh, per person to give them a, a meta, medical marijuana card. And I thought, oh gosh, where did I go around with the <laughs> with your sister? And obviously back then, um, like weed wasn't legal yet, right? So I feel like there was a more negative connotation towards marijuana smoking, whereas nowadays, you know, fast forward into 2023, it is legal statewide. So kids that are that teenage age might think that, oh, it's okay to do because it's legal. And all the adults, seemingly all these adults are doing it. So it's fine. What what are the dangers now compared to back then? Well, as we've talked about over the years, the potency of cannabis, the, the THC content has increased dramatically. And not just because the plants have been grown in such a way that they're more potent, but also, as, as some experts call, the delivery system has, has improved, if you will, if you can even use that term. But it's improved in the sense that it delivers a higher THC content, and we're, we're of course, specifically referring to vaping. So the concentrations of um, that inhalation is like 85% pure THC. And that's something I know we've spoken about that maybe the older generations don't realize when 
you know, voting on whether or not to legalize it in the state of California, they have this conception that, oh, it's just the same weed that I was smoking in the 80s, 70s, whatever. Oh, it's fine. But in reality, it's gotten stronger and there's a lot more health effects that can occur when smoking marijuana. Well, you're right, because people think that, you know, back uh, the it's that it's the you know the hippie lettuce of back in the day, but it's it's a lot, it's not the same animal anymore. It's completely different. It's a lot more potent. Even just not that long ago, we used to, we weren't even sure if cannabis could produce psychosis. Uh, however, now we realize that not only can it cause psychosis, it can also be the precursor to schizophrenia, so and bipolar disorder. So it's 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 completely more toxic and poisonous. So what have been the trends recently in the last few years with teenagers and substance abuse? Um, Are teenagers using more drugs? Are they using less? What's been going on with that? Well, there's actually some good news that that we can report. The National Institute of Drug Abuse funds a, a, a survey that's conducted by the University of Michigan Ann Arbor. It's called Monitoring the Future. And they've been tracking drug use since 1975 among 8th graders, 10th graders, and 12th graders. And the latest figures that come out from 21 are consistent with the decrease overall in those in those three different grade levels. So, And the decreases have been so dramatic that, according to the director of uh, the National Institute of uh, Drug Abuse, Dr. Volkov, she says that they've never seen such a dramatic decrease in the use in, in in teenagers. So that's that's something that's really positive. With amongst, so outside of that, the teenagers that are using, what what's most likely to happen when they try marijuana for the first time or the first few times? What What's the, st- the statistics on what the likelihood of them continuing and then just becoming a regular user? Well, when we look at the numbers of high school seniors, the 12th graders that have reported marijuana use in the last month, 30% of those responded yes to the survey compared to among that same grade, 50%, a little over 50% were drinking alcohol or had, had drank alcohol in the prior month. But what's interesting that we, that's sort of a, the, the statistic that jumped out at least in my eyes, were that 10% of those kids will eventually become addicted to cannabis. And that's what I think is pretty serious because there are large numbers of kids, you know, one out of three, and of those, 10% of them are going to develop a, a, an addiction. So that's, that's, that to me is uh, uh, alarming. And what are some of the health effects specifically for kids using marijuana or drinking alcohol considering that their brains aren't fully developed what what happens when with that well there's three areas in the brain that are largely affected that are sensitive um, and as you pointed out they're developing minds and but the cerebrum is a place where a lot of the thinking the planning the the logical reasoning uh, develops, and that is definitely sensitive to cannabis use. 
and also the limbic system um, and the cerebellum, they're all sensitive to the toxic effects of uh, cannabis. So these are this is delicate for a developing mind. For kids, it will affect their learning. It will also affect their emotions. And in some, the increase in the dopamine can cause psychotic symptoms. So it, it does affect a broad area of regions in the brain and subsequently will affect emotions, learning, and behaviors. But like you did mention, there are some positives to this. What what can you, what can we hope looking forward to the future will become the trend with marijuana and just substance use in general? Well, because there was a decrease, it was felt that it was important from you know the director of NIDA to try to identify what were those factors that kept uh, kids from using or decreased the use. And those need to be identified and focused on to promote them so that uh, this, this trend can hopefully continue. Uh, some things that have been proven to be effective are things such as having a nurse go and visit a single parent mom and talk and explain and educate about uh, the adverse effects of drugs and also um, going to the schools and, and, and teaching kids about the adverse effects, the ill effects of cannabis and other drugs and other substances as well so that they can be aware that these things, just because your parents getting high or your parents ringing doesn't mean it's a good idea. And likewise, this can apply to other other uh, substances such as smoking cigarettes, which you know some of us don't even sometimes don't even consider it a drug, but it absolutely is. And it's one it's the biggest killer in the United States. Uh, it's a, the leading cause of cancer, lung cancer, and it's the most preventable as well. Do you think? Um, I don't know if you know the statistic on it, but are kids also smoking cigarettes i feel like the more popular thing now instead of the physical cigarette is the like flavored vapes which i know like technically were banned in california but i know people still have access to them so what do you what do you know about that well vaping nicotine has also decreased but in some ways it keeps people from smoking cigarettes so that's kind of seen as a maybe it's a preventive measure as well to keep people from smoking cigarettes, though they're trying to research and see what the ill effects of the vape as opposed to the smoke is uh, when it comes to cigarettes versus vaping nicotine. So that's going to be interesting to see how that unfolds. But again, it's, it's actually seen as a, maybe a way of preventing cigarette smoking. So what would you say is like when you're comparing to when my siblings and I were around that age to now, what would you say is different? And if we were that age now, today, how would you go about, was there anything that you would do differently in these types of conversations that you had with us? Well, I'm glad that we that you're, you're adults now and we don't have to go through that because I think it's, Times are more treacherous now. They're they're more dangerous. And the reason I say that it's that X factor is the fentanyl. Because kids nowadays may not be intentionally looking for the fentanyl, but 
it's going to be in many illicit uh, drugs nowadays, and and even even in the cannabis that I don't think it's it's been found in, in the dispensaries in the legal dispensaries, but it's certainly going to be found in the cannabis that's not um, certifiably grown or or licensed, and the fentanyl is tainting all the drugs that that are coming to the uh, that that are available. So now that's that added risk factor there that you don't know if you're if that first experimentation with drugs is going to be your last one because the fentanyl can kill you. Well, that's going to wrap up this week's episode of 2020 Psych. We hope that you enjoyed this episode, found it interesting, and we hope you have a great day wherever you are.